Welcome to Football Hot Boys, a show where two hot seamen talk about football, having sex with Pokemon, Draymond Green turning into a cartoon, and HM2 Adam Schefter. Anyway, what uh, Pokemon character do you want to fuck? Uh, <laughs> the easier question would be, which one don't I? Um, I'm not that picky, man. I feel like all the ones that are made of rock are probably a poor choice. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I, that was exactly how I was going to narrow it down by typing. Mm-hmm. It's like, what typing would be, like, fairy? I think fairy typing would be the easiest way. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it, it depends what you're into, Dragon. <laughs> Internet's weird, man. Grass, maybe. Grass would be a good time. Yeah, I guess, yeah, man. Well, that concludes the podcast this week. That was really all I had to talk about. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, but w- before we got on the horn here, we were talking about, like, essentially how every nerd media is just filled with just the horniest fucking bastards. Uh, it's not like that in sports, I don't think, is it? Like, it's just like... There was that brief moment where someone figured out that Instagram filter that could make quarterbacks into hot women. Oh. And, and there was like that 45-minute period where it's like, oh, I kind of want to fuck Baker Mayfield. <laughs> like, you know, like there was that moment. But like that's the only time that sports fandom has ever sort of like crossed into that. However... Anything related to like nerd culture, people just just want to fuck it. It's it's like, a, it's, it's a, a strange thing, man. Because like, there, there's so much outlet for porn that you know what I mean. I don't know why you got to like yeah. fuse the two together. It seems kind of uh, just watch yourself a, a superhero porn parody, man. I, I don't know. Exactly, it always funnels back to getting Damien some money. So that's what we do around here. We become a giant infomercial. I, I guess I had never thought of that. Where like no one wants to fuck anything with football. I mean, the, the cheerleaders, but it doesn't even feel. It doesn't feel like close enough to football fandom to be counted. Well, it's, but like everything, everything else, they put a pair of tits on it, and it's just like. I think it's just like the the reality versus non-reality thing. Anything that's not real, people want to fuck or make it so they can want to fuck it. If that makes sense, because like when it's real, people don't care. That that is true. It's also harder to put like tits on Aaron Rodgers because he's like a real man, and you have to catch him and sew him on there. Like it's it's just like when Elden Ring characters are never real. So if you draw them, they're exactly as real as they were when they were in the video. That's game. true. Yeah, so they're not it, any less real. Yeah. Okay, that's actually you, interesting. Yeah. So if you make their tits quadruple D's instead of just double D's as they were rendered in the game, then all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, no, that's just as real as the other one. This is just as valid. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I just don't like I said earlier. I don't really understand the the need for the fusion of, you know. I like my porn and I like my Elden Ring. I don't need them together. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. I don't know. Some people only just want to live in that one thing and and also fuck there. Let me get a, let me get a little uh, wet my whistle real quick. Let's go ahead and get that protein, get that podcasting feel uh, in your body. Yep, there it is. So, like you said uh, before, we got on as well. Mm-hmm. We're not being babysat today, so. I think it's time to talk, we talk about, about basketball. I mean, we have to. There's no... no I mean, it, exactly. So, the the only thing I want to talk about is how close, and it's still not over, obviously, it's not over. Mm-hmm. The series could, I still think Boston has a real chance to win a championship. But I hope not, for two reasons. One, I got a lot of money on Golden State. Okay. And two... I can't remember the last time I was so adamant about a basketball player. I know and, where this is going. Proven wrong that I can't be wrong about this. <laughs> you, you, Jason Tatum can't win he a can't, championship. He can't ever, like, it, ever. He can't ever. Uh, uh, no, he can't. As much as I've like put on the like my reputation on the line about this, yeah, I, I can't. I cannot be wrong about this, or I'm done. Like uh, that's it for me. <laughs> You've already had to walk around with that giant golden L around your neck after being wrong about Kyrie Irving. So, like, oh yeah, that was can't possibly. That's what I'm saying. And that was a long time that. ago. That was my last time mm-hmm. where I was like, that guy's not a number one pick. What is everybody? And I was obviously wrong. But this, I've been just as adamant, maybe more, with Jason Tatum, and because I've 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 done the research and I've analyzed the data. And God, just don't let me be wrong if you're there, if you're listening. <laughs> He's like, first off. God's not real, so Jason J- Jason Tatum's God. Um, 
Second, you have to do what I did, is when you're wrong about a player, you just have to go whole hog in the other direction and just become his biggest fan, like I did with Joel Embiid. <laughs> so like, so you just have to become the biggest Jason Tatum fan in the entire world, man. Dude, I, I don't know if I can do that, because he's going to cost me a lot of money if he proves me wrong as well, so it's going to be like a double fuck me, so I, I don't... I don't want to. I don't want a reality where any of this has to happen. So let's just let Golden State win again, and we'll just move on to next year, man. All we gotta do is have Andrew Wiggins have another fucking monster game, and then, dude, what a what a there you go, what a steal trading him for D'Angelo Russell. Good lord, and getting a first round pick. Yeah, and getting an egg with it. Yep. Even though, like, you can say what you want about James Wiseman. I mean, he's obviously not playing when he's hurt, but like, mm-hmm. he's still he's still equity. You know what I mean? Like so that mm-hmm. like you, like you said, you got a better player with equity and the the thing that the league always forgets is like how important a wing defender is and Andrew that, that's what that's why Andrew Wiggins is so important right now is because of the way he guards the best scores, you know what I mean? Like he he's that type of guy. I'm not saying he's like a shutdown guy, but he he takes the responsibility of like, oh, it's his assignment, you know, he's going to guard Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Like that's just that's his job. And he's not a, you know, he's not a go-to bucket or anything like that, but his newfound consistency in Golden State, and that's why he's in another tier right now is because his consistency as far as like or efficiency, like his percentages are good. Mm-hmm. He plays good defense and he just doesn't he's not like a liability. He's 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 you know, plus minus is good. Like he's just been so solid. And I, I was a little salty, obviously when he was named an all-star and Devin Booker wasn't. Cause like, if you just play the paper test and look at the numbers, it's not even fucking close. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I get it. Golden state is, you know, people like, I honestly think they're like the Cowboys of the NBA. Um, except, yeah, except they're def- except they win defining the air. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, everybody like they travel well, there's fans everywhere. Everybody loves them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, like they're they're kind of unbelievable too. Like the, every game I watch them, even if, like I said, even if they choke and lose this, I'm still impressed with them because it's like, holy shit, man! They're doing this undersized, and Clay Thompson like ripped his leg up twice, and Steph Curry is six foot three. Like, <laughs> not and then not only that, but they do it where a large portion of the game they put two guys on the floor that can't score at all. They just mm-hmm. can't score. And and the and everyone knows they can't score, so that that means that those three guys are scoring, knowing that the like the other team knows that they are the only ones that can score. That's insane to me, man. And, it, and they well, still score. Two of the greatest scorers of all time yeah. you can kind of do that, but like the the, the Wiggins thing. Um, it, first off, I think the the pick they got back turned into Kaminga. I don't think it turned into Wiseman. Uh, I, I, oh, that's I think right. Wiseman the Wiseman was, was just because yeah. they were bad. Yeah, that, you're right. Yep, yeah, they were just bad. Um, second, like I was trying to think of while you were talking, I was trying to think of a way to turn this back into football. And like, I've never. There's a weird thing in basketball where the trade deadline comes and everyone's like, "We need to get a wing defender. Everyone needs a wing defender. We need to get all of us need wing defenders." And then like every other part of the year, it's like, "Yeah, I don't." I don't, I don't I don't want them. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. but, it, but it's like, trade deadline comes like, hey, do you got any of those wing defenders? And yep. like, and Golden State's like, well, we'll just take one of those now yep. while they're out of season. Yep. And, <laughs> and, and I can't think of anything in football where like something is so deeply coveted at one point of the year and then just not coveted at all. And, and, and as important as that position too, you know, mm-hmm. like, yeah, there's no, there's nothing quite like it. You would think cornerback would be like that, but it mm. it's only... It's just not as coveted for some reason. Like, like when wing defenders are in demand, they're in demand, and and some and so like mm-hmm. every once in a while they get paid. Some of them get paid, like Robert Covington's. You know, those kind of guys get contracts, mm-hmm. and you know, it, it's just a, it's not a glamorous job either. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, mm-hmm. you look at their numbers, and it's like ten, six, and five. But that's that. That just doesn't tell the whole tale of of how important those types of guys are, man. And Wiggins does it at an elite level as as a like, you know. I don't want to just call him a three and D player because he's a slasher. He's not. He's not even a good three. He's not even a good three point no, shooter. No, he's, he's, he's really not. He's not. He he can score, but he's not a shooter. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. His mid range is is I would say above league ag- average, but he's a slasher. Like that's just how he's always got the majority of his points consistently, and that's just what he is. But when you're so wide open. Because of, like you said, two of the greatest scorers slash shooters of all time, that it's only going to help you, like confidence wise, when you do knock down one of those 
two of those threes a game, and it's like, oh yeah, I'm, I never got these. Like I never got this look before in my adult life. You know, that's what Andrew Wiggins probably <laughs> like when he got there, and he realized the first time he was standing there and nobody came at him to shoot a three ball, and he was like, wait, do they think I'm a bad shooter? And they're like, yeah, they do, but they also have to like you. That's the thing about basketball, football, any sport is like you always got to mm-hmm. give something up. And that's what they're gonna give up. They're like they're gonna let you shoot, Andrew. Like that's just the way. It's, that's, cool. Here yep, we go. That's your luxury. Splash, splash, yep. splash, splash. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Well, and like the other, my other favorite part about this finals, I, I will say, it is my most favorite part of this finals. Is um, one of the things that I I hate taking Schadenfreude in this, but like watching someone turn into a cartoon in front of your eyes is always like it's like surreal and weird, especially when it was someone who like was really good and really serious and watching Draymond Green go from like a Hall of Fame maybe one maybe the best defensive player the to sport a hockey has ever goon. seen to yeah to <laughs> literally a WWE superstar is like one of the weirdest things and to do it on the biggest stage and the biggest moment this moment the sport and has to provide successfully successfully yes. too which is the wildest thing yeah, like i said cannot cannot put the ball in that circle can't do it Cannot do it. Can't even cross. I think if he like tries to cross mid court, he like it's like a mime running into a visible wall. Like he just can't go onto the offensive side of the court at all. I, I, like I've been having the hardest time trying to digest if he's actually important or not. And don't ask me. I have no idea. Like I, I've watched basketball all my life, and I just cannot tell you if he is worth being on the floor or not. I, I just can't at this point. I mean, like he had last game was his best game. He was mm-hmm. definitely worth being on the court last game. Like he, he 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 took everything that was given to him and then, you know, got success off of it that way. But those other games that he played with some of the like worst stretches of basketball at an elite level that I had may have ever seen. Well, and it's not like he was a great defender in like nineteen. He's small. He's like six like, six. Yes, but like the the Halcyon days of Draymond Green were not a decade ago they were earlier this season before he got hurt where he was like running away with defensive player of the year and then he got hurt and now he's a complete and utter fucking joke out there for the most part and and he's like making a scene about it which is like one what Draymond Green does, does. but like uh, yeah but it's like so much funnier and more theatrical when he's not playing good basketball <laughs> oh completely man it, it, he is yeah. he is quite the circus but like Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the the non basketball part of it, like that, because mm-hmm. that I think to me that's what makes Draymond Green important, especially in this series, is not, mm-hmm. not him playing basketball. It, it is all of that encompassing around what you're talking about. It, it's the mm-hmm. it's the fear of him kicking you in the nuts. It's the fear of him <laughs> scoring on you because then you look like a fool if he scores, mm-hmm. if he gets a bucket on you, or if he blocks your shot, if he does anything. You know he's going to get hype, and it makes you look dumb because you let him do something. It's it's just the his presence. It's his it's his aura like that. It's it's weird. I've never seen anyone be able to impact a game in a finals like that, like where it's not even basketball. It's, it's a psychological weapon. It is. Like, it's kind of like if Patrick Beverly would be in the finals right now. Like it, it would be the same. It would be the same mind. It'd be the sign. It would. It would be the same mental mind game. Like the guy's not going to beat you because he's better than you at basketball. But he can even the fucking game just with tactics alone, and that's that's pretty. I mean, you gotta you gotta tip your hat to guys like that. Like it's impressive to me. So if you're building a team of those guys, it's Pat Bev, it's Draymond Green, it's Zaza, yeah, it's uh, Rashid. Oh, and, uh, Rashid Wallace uh, was actually. He, I mean, well, he was a, well, he was a great player. Yeah. I think this, some of those guys were great basketball. Well, I mean, Draymond, uh, yeah, and Rashid say, were, yeah, but yeah. yeah, yeah. But I'm trying to think of. There's not like who's your guard? Star Starberry. See, I'm trying to think of of guys that don't have like a, a an elite level compared to that class, like NBA class, mm. like of talent. And I, I think the two are Zaza and and Pat Bev, like because and Pat Bev because without because sure. you you could argue without that Draymond Green would still be a borderline Hall of Famer. He's going to be a Hall of Famer mm-hmm. because of that extra yeah. push. But like the other guys we've mentioned, they're Hall of Famers regardless. But I, mm-hmm. I'm not convinced that Patrick Beverly and Zazla Pachulia were in, like they're even in the league without that other shit. Just cause a problem. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Patrick Beverly, especially like, like th- that dude 
he he had to play in Europe before he came over here, right? Like, I, I, like, I believe like, he, he he was a journey. Yeah, it took him a while yeah. just to get in. Yeah, one of those types. Yeah, of guys. He, he, he had to, he had to be a scrappy boy. Yeah, and yeah, so it because like Stephen Jackson, I guess would be the other guy. Like, I'm trying to think of guys that just like go out there and fight basically, and like because like. Ron Artest is like a borderline Hall of Famer too. Yeah, so like, he's really good. Yeah, yeah. Like, very, very yeah. good. Yeah, so I don't. I hesitate to throw him in it's there. It's hard. Well, it's hard but... to think of guys mm-hmm. like the. You know what? Uh, Della Vadova, Matthew Della Vadova. Oh, I, there's I your, love. There's Della your starting Della. point guard. There you go. Yes, yes. Well, I mean, Patrick Beverly's only guard, there to so, fight. So I don't know. You just play one two guard. Fuck it, man. Just let. Him... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but Pat Bev has some flexibility yeah. as far as the. And they're going to kill the other team anyway, so they're not even going to be able to roster or put out enough players to play the game anyway. Because mm-hmm. Patrick Beverly's going to break your fucking wrist. Delve Delve is going to dive at your ankle. So. Yep. Well, so imagine that big three team. Like they're going to run five guys because you're not going to tell them no. But. <laughs> They're playing the big three. <laughs> is there uh, is there an uh, NFL comparison to the? It, not re- I don't think I don't know if you can get away with that in the NFL because of speed. Like if you don't have speed, you're toast anyway. So like you can't you can't go you can't just be Patrick Beverly and be slow in the NFL. You know what I mean? <laughs> like the, the, no so, no one's gonna care. They're gonna like get the fuck off the field. Yeah, yeah. It, it, so I don't know. I also think the NBA has like a more noticeable talent discrepancy as far as like things you can do schematically mm. like pick your way to do like defeat the Orlando magic like right. like, like like you can attack them <laughs> one through five on their lineup and beat them so but like if you go and you play like if you play jacksonville like you still have to go okay like i can't just beat them however i want like i have to like y- that's actually you know, a very insightful game plan uh, yeah that's interesting man i haven't thought of it mm-hmm. that way before so if you're the dude who's like, oh shit, I'm wearing the clown shoes today, like you really can't, you really can't talk because you're the dude with the clown shoes on, <laughs> and like, <laughs> so like even guys like uh, Cortland Finnegan was a pro baller at one point, like he's so he's out there causing problems, but he was also you know a top tier cornerback sure, at one sure. point in his, in his career. You can't just be shit. You can't just be a shitty dude and bad exactly. at football for the most exactly. part. Well, yes, I think because of the way the game works, right? Uh, like you know, mm-hmm. football compared to basketball is you know, if you if you miss a, a rotation and you leave a guy wide open for three points because he's standing on the baseline and he hits a three pointer, it's only three points. Mm-hmm. But if you miss mm-hmm. an assignment in the NFL and you don't rotate or switch to a wide receiver on an option route, he scores a touchdown. Scores six, seven points. You know, guaranteed seven points essentially, and it, it's like way more. Over yeah, way, yeah, yeah, exactly. And then you're off the field. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I, I think that's more it. And also, like, I also think if you're like being shitty, I'm gonna walk that back before I even say it because Patrick Beverly did hurt people and change the course of NBA history of doing so. <laughs> he did. Um, but yeah, because like I was gonna say, like in the NFL, like if you're doing like bad dude shit you're gonna really 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 hurt people Mm -hmm. but i mean in the nba i mean zaza fucked up Kawhi for two years (laughs) so like (laughs) changed literally the like history of the toronto guys championship you know yep yeah toronto's a championship because of zaza (laughs) they should build a statue of zaza (laughs) like just obscurely and and Kawhi's uncle this all right high-fiving each other out in front of the stadium (laughs) I that that I don't even want to get down that rabbit hole. Kawhi Leonard's uncle, what a what a what a mystery man that guy is. Dude, that speaking of Kawhi is a mystery. Yeah, man. like we still we still have no idea how that how he ended up where he is. Yeah, like twice, twice over. So yeah, he's he's one of the most that's one of the most mysterious moments in the history of sports. For why Kawhi Leonard decided to run himself out of the most successful franchise of an era, stable too. to go play in Canada. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, very strange. Very strange. Mm-hmm. Sort of like we'll never understand why Devontae Adams left the Green Bay Packers. Oh well, well, um, we, no well apparently we do understand we do, why. We do understand that <laughs> because Aaron Rodgers isn't fun to be around. Are you buying the whole? So what? What has he been on record saying that he he basically like wanted to make his move first because he knew Aaron Rodgers' time was you know I mean like everyone does you know his time yeah that, can't play forever that's kind of more that's kind of more succinct than he even put it where it's like yeah I want control of situation because last year showed me I didn't have any control mm. and so he's like 
Aaron and this franchise have been unpredictable, and that's oh, not wow. good for for football. So I'm just going to, which shows you if you're leading something and you just kind of in general run a shit show, even if at the end of the day you're still really good, like people just people don't care. Wanna, yeah. yeah, people don't care. People want stability, even if the stability is Derek Carr. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we also got we also got some confirmation that the reason Tyree Kill left is because he wanted to play with a good quarterback. Um, <laughs> I, I listen, man. I, I don't I don't know why every time a player leaves a team, like they have to build up. Say anything? Yeah, yeah I guess. Yeah, God damn yeah. it. I guess that. Yeah, just. I mean, there, people are allowed to talk, man. I'm never gonna say people mm. aren't allowed to talk. Like Tyree Kill's allowed to say whatever he wants, just like I'm allowed to say whatever mm. I want. But it's like you're not fooling anyone, man. I, I don't know what your point. Like, what's his, what? What is Tyree Kill's point? I I think it's because so I think one thing that I, I think MBS, the NFL has the worst professional media around it of any sport, and and I think one of the reasons is they just sometimes want to chaos magic certain things into happening. Like they want to make things happen and they just do everything they can to like align, like in the Hercules Disney movie, they want to align the planet so that destiny can fulfill, fulfill itself. And, and ever since he got there, it's like, Oh, we can't wait for Tua to be a turd. And, and for, for Tyree kill to get upset with all of these four yard outs that two is missing. And like, all like it's, it's like, no, it, why though? Yeah. Isn't it fun to watch Tyree Kill be good? Yeah. And isn't your job to talk about? It? And I think Tyree Kill was like definitely picking up that vibe and going, "No, he's fine, guys." And I didn't think, and, man, you were very insightful and enlightening, enlightening me today. Mm, like that, I didn't look at it that way. And I respect if that's true. I respect the hell out of that. Actually, that's. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Because like, even if you look at what he's saying, it's usually in response to that stuff where it's like, oh, we saw you to overthrow you that one time. And he's like, yeah, but he hit me like six other times. He okay. actually had a really, okay. really nice deep ball. He throws a more catchable deep ball than Pat does, which I believe because I'm sure everything with that Pat throws has a billion miles of mustard on it <laughs> and like it hurts your hands. But um, yeah, I, I, and then people going, oh, he's saying that he's better than, than Patrick Mahomes. Like, that's not... It's not what he said <laughs> at all, but uh, yeah. So I, I don't know. I I tend to sort of personally feel like that product is going to be underwhelming, not necessarily because of Tua, just because I really have become less and less a fan of how that team went about building itself. Yeah, and I think that the places they are bad in, they are um, Orlando Magic bad in, and are very easy to attack. Um, so they're going to get. They're going to lose games. They're just going. Yeah, they will. They, but, yeah, but hopefully, yeah. they're exciting because of Tyreek Hill, though. But the the yeah. I guess that one issue, not issue, but like the one thing that kind of escalates my thought process of why why is he saying this is because mm-hmm. listen, Tyreek Hill's elite, right? But like mm, yes. his teammates are not, and specifically Tua is not elite. So he mm. he he should not be like gassing him up to add that you know, added pressure that Tua does not need. Like he, that's the last thing that guy needs is like more pressure. He's probably got the biggest scope on him at the quarterback position this year. I can't think of anyone that's got a bigger fucking radar on them besides Tua. So, yeah, because like I, I think he has the least amount of excuses at, the, yeah, at this. Yeah, point. yeah, and, and he I, he has an extreme amount of pressure. And for you know the the new guy that got paid all the money in the world to be coming over here, gassing me up, man. I mean, that would make me a little nervous. I don't know. Yeah, so I I would be more concerned if I thought that Tua was a guy that cared about that. I mean, look where he went to school. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Dude, the dude as a true freshman came in at halftime. Oh, he was cold. Yeah, he was cold. Yeah, yeah. so I, I, I think he's ice cold. I think he's limited. And I think that place he's playing in is a mess. And I think that you can be as ice cold as you want. But if your house is on fire, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, so so I'm, I'm just kind of – I'm a – a pessimist with the Dolphins. I, I'm not rooting against them actively, but I just you just don't think it's going to work. See more, yeah, I don't think it's going to work. And like part of the reason, like 
this might be my least favorite collection of running backs I've ever seen assembled on one professional football team because it just is like it, I've never just been more convinced like they're just picking guys they know the names of. Like, and I they're, don't they're, dislike they're, these guys, but they don't belong together. That's the issue. No, they're just all kind of bumping into each. Like, yeah. imagine all these guys trying to pile into one elevator. That's the, yeah. the thought. That they should all be on different head. teams, like helping run other running back rooms with other players. Mm-hmm. They should not be the running back room together. It's yeah, it is a weird concoction of like similar talent, but like not much variety either. Well, and like the, the Sony Michelle one, where it's like, all right, yeah. this is a prank, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, because yeah, yeah. like Sony Michelle's the guy you bring in week three after you're like devastated by injury and you just need, like, I just need this professional running back that knows how to run ISO. Right. Like, right. can I, I just need to get that guy. That's when Sony Michelle shows up. He's been training in Florida all year. He's in good shape. He's good for 12 carries a game. <laughs> Let's bring in Sony Michelle. You don't bring him into camp. Like, why do you need Sony Michelle in camp? Like, I, I don't, I don't understand. Yeah. So, yep. So, that is all the bad things we have to say about Miami, a new segment that is going to be on Football Hot Boys. I don't know. Let's just see if it works. I'm, I'm not ready to burn them like you are. I'm just, I'm just intrigued, mostly. Like I want to see what it looks like. I want to see the product. I think the Brian Flores thing left a really bad taste in my mouth, too. I think he got done fucking dirty, so it's like hard to be excited about something mildly sinister, I guess. But I guess just be excited about New York, then. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! That's that, that's always fun too. The big, thick, chunky Zach Wilson that's up there. He he's two hundred twenty pounds. Did you hear that story? Speaking of just really, really good stuff coming out of camps right he's now. Just yacked and throwing howitzers. Now I'm not. I'm. Mm-hmm. I, I I'm getting the older I get, the more upset I get from camp buzz. I don't know how much more I can honestly take. To be honest with, like, it's getting. Too, to be too much for me like i can't bear it i can't i can't handle the weight gain i can't handle the 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 power lifting competitions that these guys are doing that we need to hear about and how quarterbacks are better than other like man it's it's i can't believe that somebody's sole job is to just listen to somebody talk and then spin it to what they want to portray what a job I my new way to digest this is to self propagandize myself that my fantasy football team is going to be good. So I just deliberately look for good camp reports for guys that I own in fantasy. Um, Denzel Mims is coming back, guys. He's back at camp. <laughs> uh, he put his weight put his weight back on. He's he's looking sharp and fast. Um, so get ready for that. Um, and I also got the reason that Clyde Edwards Hilaire was bad last year was that he had his gallbladder out oh, before uh, week one. That goddamn gallbladder. And there it is. And uh, part of the reason I didn't see him in the playoffs is he weighed 160 pounds at one point during the playoffs. So I also wouldn't want to play running back if I weighed 160 pounds. Oh, God. Yeah, he lost a bunch of weight when he had surgery. And good luck put, putting weight on during a football season. <laughs> That's not going to happen. <laughs> next to impossible oh my god yeah like i said man let, let's just get to the preseason man let's just get there so i could just see the guys in action that's what i want um i, I have uh I, I went on twitter deliberately to look for like camp news mm-hmm. and i saw that jimmy garoppolo was trending so i clicked on it and it's because there's this twitter profile uh it's rita oak underscore art and it all it is is um, I will draw a picture of Jimmy G every day till he's traded, <laughs> <laughs> and she's on a day 132, and, <laughs> and they're great. That's fantastic. I highly recommend going on Twitter, and it's just like him baking pizza, him as <laughs> Ace Ventura, him in Jurassic Park, <laughs> uh, him in Seinfeld, like you know, just just shit like that. And she's selling like mugs with it on and stuff now, oh, so she's man. like leaning into it. So it's great. <laughs> him as Salt Bay. Like you. Speaking of bad quarterbacks, so now now mm-hmm. the buzz I'm hearing is that Baker Mayfield will go to Carolina, and Carolina does want him now. Um, I would like to officially nominate this as my least favorite idea another human being has ever had, um, because I cannot. Speaking of ugly fucking position rooms this Hmm. makes the fucking miami dolphins running back room look like the fucking louvre like that quarterback room with baker mayfield in it p u because not only is it bad it's like how much money is it how much money is it yes invested into those three turds man because like because like who do you start 
<laughs> I don't know none of them. Oh man! They're the same bad player three times, like literally the same one. Holy shit, dude! I just want him to go there for, like, just to keep the the Cody Carolina narrative just progressing, man. It, it's worth it to me. I don't know how many times Matt Rule can fire himself. Like, <laughs> I just 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 die peacefully in the night. Like, don't, don't be pulled do- apart by four horses in front of us. <laughs> like. He's killing himself. <laughs> Stop. You're already Stop dead. It. Stop pick swapping the seventh for a six just to get Baker Mayfield. So just keep your sixth. Oh my God, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what that move does for Carolina. I mean, obviously I know what it does for Baker Mayfield. It gives him a chance to play football again, which, you know, there are not many, many opportunities. And I that. guess he's the starter. Yeah, no, I, I, I would think, well, God. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean he's he's better than um, fucking Ghost Boy right now. And then I just I'm not gonna buy Matt Corral. Like I'm not gonna take him serious until proven otherwise. Um, so yeah, no, he's a third round pick, so you can kind of afford not to take him seriously, yeah, I guess. Yeah. But like, I, I guess maybe then you can ride Baker Mayfield out and develop him into the next Baker Mayfield. <laughs> I, I, I I don't know. Like what like what's the the additive quality of developing Matt Corral so the guy who takes your job next year can like, like I cut him. The only like, the only place where I would be okay seeing him play quarterback is Seattle for two reasons. One, because I love watching Seattle struggle, and two, mm-hmm. we don't have to watch Drew Locke. So like it, that's the important thing. Is, yes. Yeah, I mean it's a win win, and I don't know why he just won't fucking get a plane ticket and just show up there. I'm sure they'd take him. So I think part of it is like um, Deshaun Watson continues to get more molesty as time goes on. And like, (laughs) I don't know if they're like, oh, maybe if we like have to make him not play football, Baker will go, oh, well, just golly gee whiz. I guess like if this was Madden and he didn't have like human Mm -hmm. emotions and you could just be like, cool, we'll just play Baker Mayfield until Mm -hmm. he's the next highest rating. Throw him out there. It's fine. Yep. No, he's not going to play for them. He he hates you guys. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and you have to pay him. So like too bad he's not too motivated. Bad things, yep. Nope. Here comes Jake Brisket, man. Hey, so I mean do what you gotta do. And what you gotta do is start Jacoby Brissett. So <laughs> isn't that gonna be fun? Watching David Bell catch Jacoby Brissett oh. ducks. Ooh, there's your Super Bowl contending Browns right there. Get excited, fans. Like, is that the most depressing? Like, is that like the, like, if you're a Browns fan, like, how do you feel right now? Because you just go, oh, God, this just feels stinky. Like, no one's talking about your team as, like, an actual, like, in a vacuum, you look at that roster, you look who's their quarterback and go, oh, yeah, that team should be ready for a championship. Mm-hmm. Like, 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 here we go. But no one is talking about no. that. Because, like, you can't have, like, that. Can, like, it, can you like look through your third eye into the future and see Deshaun Watson holding the Super Bowl no, trophy over his no, head for the Browns? Not, not no. in the Cleveland Browns jersey, man. No, absolutely not. Like, because and it's just like the stink and the aura and like I don't know. Like, I was not a fan of the move back when it happened, and it just feels like like such a like deliberate suicide. Well, I, I think <laughs> I might have been on record saying this back, you know, when all when the deal went mm-hmm. down was like, mm-hmm. oh, Cleveland did this. Because they they know more than we know, you know that Deshaun mm. Watson's probably not going to get in much trouble. He won't miss many games. And it's mm. like, oh no, they didn't know anything. They know less yeah, than yeah. we know. <laughs> <laughs> this deal is even worse than we fucking uh, in, like could have imagined. Like they literally put every egg they possessed into one basket without any data, and just said, "Fuck it." Mm. That's crazy, man. Crazy. And all these things coming out that like the Houston tech- Texans were essentially delivering him women at, with like NDA stapled to yeah, their it's chest bad, man. is like it's bad. fucking bad, gross. bad, 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 bad. Mm. I thought Houston could not get any grosser, and boy howdy, they're like, oh, hold my beer, here we go. Oh my god, Lauren was showing me uh, what was it? That, uh, I don't remember if it was like uh, somebody giving an interview or what the fuck it was, mm. but it was it was about the that yoga position. Or it was his lawyer. I think, I think it, was, yeah. Yeah, it was his lawyer or something like that, where he said, 
uh, yeah, you, you know, what, what, what kind of crime is it if you get in that yoga position and somebody licks your taint? It's not a crime. You know? <laughs> Where does it say that in the Constitution? <laughs> I can't, the fucking name of the yoga position slipping my mind. It's something, the happy baby, the happy baby. So you can only imagine. (laughs) That is the most molesty yoga pose name. Like that is easily. I mean, it's, it's prime taint looking position. So yeah, that's the first thing. Oh, well, and like I saw a clip today where like the reporter asked him, it's like, so like, the things these women are saying are false. And he's like, so um, the thing is about that is uh, that's a legal issue that my lawyers have told me not to comment on. So, um, yeah, but if you're, you should, if it's, you should just say like, if there was nothing to hide or you would just say, yeah, everything they're saying is a lie. Like, Oh, okay. Deshaun got it. So that here's the thing about this whole thing that has, has like, I mean, everything about this whole thing has bothered me. But here's like the thing that's bothered me, like in a in like a, a weirdly frustrating way, is like there are two answers to that question. One is yes, I disagree with everything right. they're saying. Right, right, right. They're lying. Right. I'm innocent. And two is I agree. I I did it. I'm sorry. Which if he had done that a year ago, we'd probably be cool at this point. But because he's been such a wishy washy weirdo about it, yeah. it's like oh, to the point where he's like oh, I. Like you, he's now convinced us. Go, oh yeah, I, I see how this guy could be a weird taint licking weirdo. Like I, I, I get it now. Like it, it, so, I, I now believe it more. It's just that fucking thing, man. Of like, where they just try to find loopholes all day long. That's all they're doing. It's just trying to hmm. figure out how none of this is against the law. Like that's literally where we're at <laughs> at this point. Yep, it's like it's not. It's not in the Constitution. It's not illegal. <laughs> it says that in the Constitution. What what makes it so? I mean, again, I wasn't there while he's getting his massage, you know. So I mm-hmm. can only speculate what transpired. Let, let's not even mm-hmm. let's not even say that people, you know, people are bringing in women to do the deeds and like. Let's not even go that far. Let's just say Sean calls up one of the many massage therapist ladies. Mm-hmm. She comes in the door. They do the massage, and he's like, okay, I'm going to get in my yoga pose. He gets mm-hmm. in his yoga pose, and the lady's like, okay, well, I'm going to get out of here. And he's like, what do you mean you're going to get out of here? And he's like, you got some more work to do. And she's like, oh, no, that was it for me. You know, the massage is over. And again, my whole point is the implication. Like, he, he he's mm-hmm. a powerful man. Like, he is. He's He, he is wealthy. He has high stature. And... Who knows what kind of manipulation potentially, you know, happens in that scenario. That, what I just described is best case scenario for him. That is what happened. And that is not good. That's still not good. That's still not good. That's that's still a very weird thing to do. Um, So I realized after all this talking that I did not know what a happy baby pose was. Um, I Googled it. It's exactly what you It's. Uh, it's worse than I imagined oh my it somehow. God. It is exactly I, I cannot, I don't want someone in my house when I'm doing that pose, let alone someone like, Hey, come here, lick my taint. Like, I don't want yeah, but anyone to know if I ever do that. That is literally just pointing your taint at the night sky. <laughs> like that is, that, that is all you're doing. It's deeply, deeply creepy. Not a crime though. Oh Jesus Christ! That God, that's such a. Mm, what's the disc- I mean, I, I I think we've said from the very beginning, best case scenario, like he's a monstrously creepy weirdo. Yeah. Like yes, um, worst case scenario, he is a, a sex trafficking monster. Yeah, sex trafficker. Yes, he's he's literally a serial rapist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, so none of that's good. Anyway, enjoy your football team, Cleveland. You deserve it. Um, but. Speaking of crimes, dude, I gotta. Yeah. Sorry to change the topic from off of football. I don't even know if we were talking about football. We were just talking about. Is it, actually, let's change. I would love to yeah, change. Yeah, God, topic. every time. Yeah. yeah. I didn't like. Please don't apologize football for was that. Terrible. So, yeah. speaking of an actual crime, I, I want to. Okay. I'm going to read you. Well, let me set the scene first. Mm-hmm. Basically, I'm going to read you an email. But the scene is. Okay. 
and this is terrible. Like I'm not obviously going to say names. I don't even know them, and, mm-hmm. and, and I'm not trying to like discredit any hu- anybody or anything like that. Okay. But the situation okay. really rubbed me the wrong way, and I think you especially kind of know my views on on the kind of thing that I'm about to tell you. So okay. be- before I read the email, what happened was a military man was in a relationship with a military woman. So they were both, gotcha. both in the military. I don't know. This is someone you were... No, you were well, not work with... They work on the base, not at the hospital, but they, okay. were, they worked on the base side. And he... I, I don't know if they got into, you know, an altercation, a disagreement, what, what it was, but he basically shot her and then shot himself, you know. So, Jesus yeah. fucking Christ. Okay, yeah. yeah. So you know how I feel about stuff I'm like so glad that. you changed the subject to something much more uplifting than molestation. It gets better. Wait until... So, okay. So where, the reason I'm even bringing this up is because an email was sent out. I didn't receive it, um, but mm-hmm. all, the, all the military personnel did, and my uh, coworker who's in the military got this email and, of course, had to show mm-hmm. me because, again, he knows how I am, and he knew I would like mm-hmm. lose my mind at this. So I'll just read the email, and then we can talk about it. And it might sound like I'm adding words or, or making the... I'm going to read this verbatim. This is, this, was, this was written with a keyboard onto an electronic screen by a... By the a president of the Navy. Yep, yep. by, by uh, I guess he was... I think he's a second... Yep, second class. Second class. Ooh, don't, yep. don't, don't, yep. don't task yep. the second class yep, yep, with yep, that. Yep, yep, don't. Yep. So here it comes. <sighs> Shipmates, comma. Good afternoon. Bad start. Good afternoon. By now, many of you have heard the news. We lost two local sailors over the weekend in an apparent murder-suicide incident. Uh, goes on to give some data about where they worked and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. There are no easy answers when we see the actions of our shipmates on the news or in the paper. The challenge of any difficult situation is to simplify the complex. Simple truths help us process difficult situations when easy answers do not exist. <sighs> it's hard to read. It's a last spaghetti. The Navy is a force of people who are full of potential for greatness. Not only the potential for a measurable good, but also for great harm. Oh, it hurts. It hurts me to read this shit. Far too often, we are confronted by news that a highly decorated person of honorable conduct has done something terrible. Their actions are inconsistent with who we knew or expected them to be. We see a composite of potential for both good and bad deeds. It is the human condition to wrestle between these potentials. We strive to be the best version of ourselves, constantly battling our worst tendencies. Please know you do not have to fight this battle alone. People are complex. And processing experiences and emotions is exhausting work. We can feel multiple conflicting emotions simultaneously. You may already have a go-to person to help you work through challenging times, and that is great. However, if you do not have a person like that, or if you would like another option, please consider that you have resources that are freely, freely provided to you as a member of the United States Navy. Reach out to your leadership mentor, your chaplain, fleet and family, or behavioral health. Find some blah, 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 find seek help. Blah, blah, blah. So we, we got to maybe the only thing that deserved to be in that whole email yes. at the very yep. end of it. Yes. Yep. Okay. Yep. That was the only thing was if you, if you were struggling with anything, please reach out. Um, if you were affected mm-hmm. by this at all um, and you need to talk to somebody, let somebody know. That is literally all that email needed to say. The whole thing about power I, and complexity and human brainwaves, I don't know where any of that belonged into that. That was all fucking spaghetti. Insane. Thank you, Walt Whitman. Why the fuck was he going off like that, showing off his prose? He took a fucking like, psychology class at the fucking annex, and he thought he was Dr. Phil. Dude, I hated everything about the fact that like the, the one that got just that simple line, people are complex. No, they're not. They're not complex no. at all. The dude got heated. He fucking killed someone. Yeah, garbage. a piece of garbage, yeah. killed someone, mm. and then he was a coward mm. and killed himself. Nothing complex about mm. it. Makes perfect sense to no. me. Well, and there is there is some line in there that made me go, get the fucking oh, I'm, most I'm Navy sh- ass thing sure. I've ever heard. Oh, the the, uh, it, the like the Navy is full of great. Yes, like, that's to the see great one, people dude, do bad that's things. The one. Not a great person. Not a great. Just person. because you put on a uniform does not turn you in, not into a piece of garbage. Yeah, it, you can be a piece of garbage and wear that uniform. Hundred percent. 
And also, Johnny Second Class who wrote this, you don't need to be insecure about that. A piece of garbage can put on the uniform and it doesn't like affect your relationship with that uniform. Right. You don't have to pump up every... Nope. It, it, I mean, it's a problem with this whole world. People like they, they tribalize themselves and then because they tribalize themselves, they have this need to excuse and explain and uh, aggrandize everything that happens within that tribe. And you don't should never ever ever do that police officers. like yes police officers republicans democrats like all that kind of shit like people that are on the same team as you can do shitty exactly. things you go that's a shitty yep. thing like he's, you know he's, he's, he's on my team but i don't condone what the fuck he's talking about or what his actions are mm-hmm. exactly dude mm-hmm. i i don't know why it all like it had to come down to him being in the military that had nothing to do with anything. Had no, nothing to no, do with anything. Had him be, be his role as a man and a partner and right. and and all that. That was all way more. To, and that's the other thing. Like people have a hard time. Like when you're in the military, sometimes like imagining that anyone could do anything that didn't have to do with the, with the navy. It's like none of that shit had anything to do with the navy, bro. <laughs> like that was a whole other set of shit. And it turns out. You you can just like not say anything about it. Yeah, like you can just like. And the other thing is like I think sometimes people, and everyone is guilty of this to one extent or the other. Can like sometimes like oh we have to learn something from something. No, it's like, no, n- n- no, we don't. Like oh good has to come out of this. No, sometimes just really awful shit happens. Yep, and we have to deal with that. And it's like, and if he had like. God forbid that like someone with more chevrons tasked that guy to do that. Like, God forbid that that was the case. Like, I, I have to think that that guy's like, oh, my command needs me. And that's that's and how I feel. Yeah, I, I, yes. I mean, maybe he was tasked to write it. You know, I, I don't know. It, irrelevant. Doesn't matter. He still wrote the shit. So yes. So but, but if he was tasked, right. then it should have been this. Per, this happened. This person died. This person died. Correct. And then immediately cut to that last line. Right. If you were having a hard Reach time to this, insert having trouble, places here. Yes. Yep. Here are the numbers. Here are the contracts. We're all in this together. Blah blah. blah. Signed, uh, petty officer, whatever. So like like that was all that needed to be, man. Like the the Walt Whitman shit in the middle. Like <laughs> the, I, the other <laughs> back to what you were saying, man. The other part that just rubs me the wrong. Why, why do we have to tell everybody how decorated he was in the military? What, why do we need to know that he was a good it's, person in the military? That's a Dwayne Haskins shit all over again. Why are you bringing all this shit that does not matter into like what was a horrible tragedy? It's like, like why do I care he didn't stick in the NFL? Why do I right. care that he got a medal for community service? Right. Like, like why? Like, I, like I, I don't. I that has nothing to fucking. I, do I with think. I think that was more like uh, that. That guy having to say that was more like so like, kind of like a cover, right? Where it's like, mm-hmm. listen, we didn't know he was gonna murder someone because he was a grade A naval man, and it's like, dude, no one, no one was accusing you of knowing any of the wiser, just like anyone else. Yeah, like what the hell are you talking? Well, it about? wasn't your job to keep that. That's the other thing. It's like the misassignment of responsibility is so huge in the Great military, point. where it's like, it's like everything is everyone else's fault, which, for the record, like breaks people's fucking brains. Yep. For the like, like you wonder why people have such a hard time. One, when they get out of the military, just being ill, and two, just adjusting poorly. Like you convince them that they're everything not, they're not responsible for themselves. Is your responsibility. Yep. Yes, exactly. And it's like that's that's not the case, man. That this dude, that dude did it himself. He did that. No mm-hmm. one fucking had anything to do with it but him. He fucked mm-hmm. up, and he's a terrible person, piece of shit. Like that's just all. That's yes. all there is to it, man. Yeah, and and and, and you couldn't have saved him, man. Like I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> Yeah, it's it's like, like awful things happen. Like, and if you want to have like, and if you really feel like you have to say something, then say, "Hey, we need to do better with mental health, or we need to do better off." Yeah, these, uh, these and, and there's maybe there, there's like, your positive change that yes, you were talking about. Yes, yes, like like or, or like we need to take uh, domestic abuse more seriously. The Navy needs to do more, which it does. But like, so can I read this line one more time? This line yes. is. The Navy is a force of people who are full of potential for greatness. Not only the potential for immeasurable good, but also for great harm. What doesn't mean anything in the fuck? What in the actual fuck? That it's also like almost uncommented on within the te- within the text too. So you have no idea what he 
he means right, by that. Because right. the Navy didn't kill those no. people. That that guy that guy yeah. did. Yes. So like, the Navy was not a force of great. It wasn't harm. a conduit that, guy that, was. that gave him yes. the tools to fucking murder that poor girl. No. No. Yeah. Like <laughs> Jesus. Insane. Christ, man. Man. Insane. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I. Like I. I. I have some stories to tell about this later. It, it, everything now is an, is an awkward transition, but like, 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 there's definitely things about my life, uh, my professional life that are like intense and hard and like challenging and like require me to like, you know, sacrifice myself in certain situations. But it's like every time I think about the Navy, it's like this is not bad at all. Like mm-hmm. what I'm going through because there's all of this one just really like harmful buzzing going on in the military where like that email is full of so many like poisonous ideas that we've already pointed out and when you're constantly being fed that every like, day yes you wonder why people come out with like like smushed up brains man like this yep. <laughs> like it takes a long and even like guys like i know i had like a hard time just like deprogramming certain things out of myself that it took years to like stop thinking in certain bad ways and like now i Going back, I totally understand how like people's brains are just poisoned by that. Yeah, like, <laughs> like I'm not confused by cults. Like I, I get how they happen. I get how they're operated. Like mm-hmm. makes sense, plenty of sense to me, man. When when you're just yep, we saw yeah, it. we saw, literally <laughs> saw it, dude. And when you're fed this shit and you start to believe it, that's it's dangerous, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's real fucked up, man. Jesus. Well, nice to know that absolutely fucking nothing has changed since we got the ten years since we've got out of the fucking Might be Navy. worse, dude. Like I don't remember yep. I don't remember reading something like that when I was even in, dude, because people were killing themselves left and right. You, I mean, I'm not trying to be funny here. Mm-hmm. Like it you know. Mil, mil, no, I, I, I can think of two suicides while we were in Texas. Yeah, easy. I can think of two easy. And then yeah, and then I think there was one or two more in, when we were in Illinois mm-hmm. that I can think of. And then there was a ton of hitting your wife. Oh, I feel my like God. I, I, yeah, there, there is so much hitting your wife in the, in the military. And it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's that, completely ridiculous. That one's and, the least surprising. Like, that crime is the least surprising. I, I, I guess. <laughs> I mean, it is. But it is. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's like... It's a problem outside of the Navy, too, so it feels like a weird thing to stick on the Navy. But, like, yeah, it, it, as far as shit going on in the Navy, like, it, it's right up there with the most horrible, I mean, but it's like, some, yeah. I mean, somebody will hit their wife before they steal in the Navy, dude. That, I'm just being real. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's how big the problem is, like, for sure. And, and it's just the, but, the mentality, too, the, the mindset of, of mm-hmm. the people that do that. They just are just in the Navy, dude. Yeah, and I... I I really hesitate to go down this path because I don't want to make it sound like the Navy makes you hit your No, wife. no, of course not. But like um I, I do think that at some point the military has to like come to peace with the idea that when you just make people violent to be violent that that, that doesn't happen in a vacuum. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. You, you can't just do that to those people yeah. and expect them to go and home. turn it off. Yeah. And yeah, and crawl into a winter soldier tube, freeze themselves, and then come back to and work. turn it back but on like, when you're at work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, and and I and I don't know the answer to that because I, there's a clear utility to that in the in the military where it's like when someone tells you to take the hill, you don't go, oh, I might die if I go up the hill. You run up the hill and you take the hill. Mm-hmm. Like like they have to program you to take hills, mm-hmm. <laughs> and and part of the reason is you also. I don't want to say turns off because I think that um, dehumanizes the people who go through this too much, but like it, it definitely wears down that barrier between people and violence because that it needs to be thinner, like in order for them to do what they do. And it's and you're gonna say, well, you're fucking navy, you guys are on ships. Like that, that doesn't mean that's not part of the lexicon that gets fed mm-hmm. into your brain. Like mm-hmm. that, it's it's as it's just as present in that as it is in any other branch which is i think part of the problem because if you like program people to do that they go hey work in a hospital for four years <laughs> like and then all of a sudden you like have all of this like 
programming in there and then you go punch in at a hospital yeah. and like like how how is and we, how are people supposed to parse that we, and yeah. we saw people struggle with that on a daily basis dude we did mm-hmm. and, and we made a lot of fun of it obviously because that's just i mean because it was fucking yeah, terrifying it was. that was the only was. way you could fucking deal with it hey my coworker like legitimately thirsts for violence like this is but we're at a workplace like this is kind of fucked and we have to all and we have to come back tomorrow and it's going to be exactly the fucking same and no one at any point is going to do anything to stop it and like it's 100 <laughs> percent, man yeah so it's yeah so man why is this shit happening i have no idea <laughs> <laughs> i knew you would have a, a a fair reaction to that message man or that email yeah, man, that's the, I mean, that's the kind of thing that we would stay for four hours while we were in talking about going, can you believe this shit? <laughs> like, that would be like an entire week's worth of conversation when we were Oh, in. absolutely, man. And we would just yeah. be trying, we would probably have some crazy backstory that we created about the man that wrote the email, and it would just be mm-hmm. a whole wild, wacky tale. Man. HM2 Adam Schefter, <laughs> like, really just fucking cranked that out and threw it right up on Twitter. <sighs> just a oh. disgusting read, to say the least, man. Mm-hmm. I was... I mean, I was shocked, and I get barely shocked by anything anymore. That definitely ruined my day, and I, I'm not even in the Navy anymore. I oh. feel like we need to go with a lighter tone, man. You got any any happy stories or anything? I, I have something mildly tangential. It's something I can more laugh at now, but like, um, it, my work is super not the Navy, but has not been tremendous over the past uh, two weeks. Um, it's going to get better. Actually, it is better, but I've had two kind of bad weeks. So last night, I, I work like essentially on Lake Michigan. Like it, it's like right. Like if you walk across the parking lot, you can like hear the surf. That's how close I am to the lake. So anytime any weather happens, you add two zeros to it because of where I fucking work. So there was a little thunderstorm yesterday. And the little thunderstorm turned into the fucking apocalypse. <laughs> like, like I, I have never, because like, like, it's like five o'clock, I'm staying late, and I look outside, and the best way I can describe it is it looked like God had decided to kill everyone's firstborn. <laughs> like, it looked like the fucking end of the world. It was five o'clock, and it was like, it wasn't black like midnight, it was black like something much more sinister than midnight. Like, it was just like a very, very sinister black. Like the end of Bloodborne? <laughs> Yes, exactly. It was exactly what it was like, dude. Holy shit, that, that's, that's the best way to put it. Anyway, like I'm, I, I'm in the emergency room and I'm right by the ambulance bay, and the ambulance bay faces the lake. Mm. So uh, I'm working on a computer there. All of a sudden, massive lightning hit. All the power oh, goes shit. out. When, when I say all the power goes out, it's like black ass basement can't see anything power goes out and it's black outside so not even the the sinister milky light of the moon is lighting it's just black when the power goes out all the ambulance bay doors open (laughs) stay open all of the wind comes in through the ambulance bay doors and just it just blows junk and sticks and crap and water and everything in and just takes everything in the er and throws it to the other side of the er wow so everyone's everyone's running trying to close patient doors and all that stuff and two two beefcake orderlies eventually close the doors so it stopped and it's like jesus fucking christ and like it's just like boom boom hail is falling everything anyway power was out for like 12 and a half hours Ooh. or something so like so anyway doing all of our work in the dark people are still sick it turns out and you still have mm-hmm, still have mm-hmm. to work when the power goes out so there's like a few things on, on backup generators every single thing is broken now <laughs> because a power surge went through blew all the machines everything's pitching errors so you spend all night like running around trying to fix stuff and everything and um i'm say boss sounds dramatic but like i kind of have to run things now so i'm running around taking phone calls from everyone getting yelled at by these blah blah anyway i get to go home power's still out i'm like anyway bye mm-hmm. I, me being here isn't fixing this so i'm going home and anyway so i'm like okay this is awful i'm gonna have to deal with it so i go to sleep anyway my phone rings in the middle of the night i pick it up and it's uh my wife who also works there and is there on the late shift go, um, Hey, so we're going to be short tomorrow because so-and-so got arrested. And I'm like, <laughs> uh, and she's like, yeah, it's no big. And they explained it to me. And, and for the record, even though their name has been redacted, um, it was not their fault. It was 
ironically, a form of domestic abuse where the pa- the other person was using the police to uh, oh, arrest this other Jesus. person. So it's like, oh, good. Now I have to go in tomorrow and deal with that. So anyway, that was the time I almost missed the Navy because my job was so shitty. And then, <laughs> But then Clark read me an email, and now I feel better about it. <laughs> Uh, oh, that email was infinitely worse than anything you just told, man. Yep, exactly. It's like, oh, that was. This has been one of the legitimately worst forty-eight hours of my entire career. Still and not as bad as that email. Still not as bad as the Navy, man. Not even fucking close. <laughs> Holy shit! I'm good with that. If you are, man, that was. Dude, yeah, that got fucking real yeah, and intense, and but it was. I'm. It was a different kind of show. It was. No, but, this was a really different show, man. Big time. Mm-hmm. Big time. I don't think it was. And thank you for thank you for joining us with this different kind of show. I'm not sure we'll ever do this again unless the Navy says and sends another dumb email that makes us mad. But um, uh, if you still want to come back next week, make sure you join us. In the meantime, follow us on Facebook, also at uh, HB underscore uh, FB underscore Hot Boys on Twitter. Uh, and until next week, stay out there, boys and girls. Peace.